This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. No gimmicks, just reasons. Man, knee deep into the season. Five and four, but it's a different type of five and four. My next guest, man, I'm trying to tell you, they finally realized, just throw this man to rock, whether it's first and 10 or third and 17, number eight on the program, number number one in my heart, because he represented the tight end boys from Van Nuys, California. That's that's a part of LA for those of you who don't know. Birmingham High School, which threw me off, because I'm like, Birmingham, that's Alabama, though. That was high school. The great Arliss Bordenham. What's going on with you now, Arliss? Nothing much, man. Thank you for having me. No, nah, thank listen, first and foremost, I have been stalking you like, like you owe me child support, Arliss. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'ma keep coming at it. But with all that being said, though, I, I you know I kind of said a little bit. They finally found a way to get the tight end group into the offense. You in particular. How does the, you know, talk to the people about staying patient? Because people here, I know he's athletic. I saw him working out all in the summer. I saw him running them heels like Jerry Rice back in the day. How does they all this Bordingham stay patient from the spring? Had a, listen, had a good spring, had a good summer. Uh, the injury bug kind of hit the mm-hmm. whole tight end room. How did you stay patient and say, you know what, when they give me a chance, I'm going to show them what I can do? Well, I feel like, I feel like it starts in high school for me, just, just my dad coaching me up, just letting me know, like, you may not get five, seven, eight, nine passes, but you know the ones you get. Just make sure you do the most with that opportunity. And also, the first year of college when I didn't play, I was hurt the whole year, and that really just gave me a lot to just have, just teach me a lot mentally of the game. Just being patient, just having that, just let time do its thing. I got to take a quick break, real quick, to make sure you guys understand that. While I appreciate all the support you uh, you guys give me, and I love support, make sure you support these student-athletes by going to the best, the greatest NIL platform in the country. We're talking about Florida Victorious. And when you become a member, make sure you go to the coupon code and type in 84 Reasons. I know you're saying to yourself, what do I get? You get 20% off your first month's membership. That's 20% off, but the only way you get it is by typing 84 Reasons in the coupon code. That's Florida Victorious. If you love the orange and blue, like I know you do, like I know we do, make sure you type in 84 Reasons in the coupon code to get 20% off. That's 20% off your first month's membership. Now let's get back to the action. All it's... Talk to the people about because I, I mentioned that I mentioned Zip and Odom and them boys going down, which no one wants to see because what, what, what happens with the tight end group, man, y'all become brothers real quick because mm-hmm. we do everything together. You go from competing to rooting for each other. Like, look, man, yeah. of course Zip gonna pull me to the side. Hey, Arliss, you need to do this. Of course, you know, Odom and Hanson, but it's different when, hey, bro, we, we ain't got a lot of numbers no more. It ain't yeah. like. It's, it, when you go into a game and you see the tight ends working out before the game, pregame, you see four or five guys. Now you're only seeing two and three to the <laughs> point where you're going, hey, look, I know, listen, I know, I know, I know, I know tight end coach. Like, look, bro, I ain't telling y'all you can't get hurt, but hey, be kind of be careful out there because right. this ain't like the NFL. We can't call nobody out the street to come run this offense. Talk about <laughs> having that mental, you know, just being mentally strong to be able to say, hey, coach. I'm ready, but now I see what you mean because they give you all these plays, but now they say, oh, that's what? 
you the one now. Like we, yeah. it go from you play Y and you, but now you know the you 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 the you yeah. on the field. How did how did you embrace that part? Because being as young as you are, it's one thing to say I want to play. It's different right. when what zip at? Oh, he in the training room. <laughs> what what old at? He in the training. Are they coming out? No, no, no. They they done. Talking talking yeah. about having that. Just having that mental, you know, that mental strength to be able to say, "All right, man, things have changed, but I got to be ready." Yeah, I, I, it for me, it was just just ha watching it happen. You know, I, I was looking for my opportunity the whole off season, just waiting, just for that after that first year, just waiting for the grind. Okay, I know, I know what's going on with Jeff. I know he's gonna come back. I know, I know who I got to beat out. I know what I'm trying to look for. So you know, just waiting for my opportunity to get to shine. Unfortunately. That I got my spot, how I got my spot, you know, through through injury. Mm -hmm. But with that opportunity presenting itself, like you said, I had to look around. Okay, I'm here now, so I got to I got to make the most of what I got. Alex, when I watch you play, you are you 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 athletic, but but you deceptive. Because what happens with tight ends, right? They think all right, they're going to throw us the ball. We're going to get a couple of yards to get down. You're like, nah, bro, I'm telling you. I, listen, I ain't got Tyreek Hill. i do you an overfield. What? L listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, I will do – because I'm watching Vanderbilt, and I'm not surprised at what I'm seeing. I'm saying, look, tight ends are the best in space. Now, yes, we bowling balls around a bunch of people. I get that part. But what is that natural ability when you get the ball in? Because people see – Hey man, that was a five yard catch. He took it. That you know, it's third and seventeen. This boy yeah. just got talk about that ability after the catch because I get it. Listen, coming out the huddle, that's Florida. Uh, get right. run the play, that's Florida. When you get the ball in your hand, that's all us. That's right. that's yeah. all all us at that point. Talk about that. I say it, it definitely uh, stems from high school because high school I was straight receiver the whole time. Didn't really couldn't didn't really play tight end at all. Like didn't put my hand down so. Just having all that wide receiver training, it's just translating over to the tight end game. I mean, as soon as I get the ball, it's just more like, you don't know when next time you're going to get this, so we got to make something shake every time. We got to make sure we we get as loose as possible. I mean, we talking about, listen, four t listen 23 catches, man, four touchdowns. That's, a, well, I think, what, 11.7 yards. That's a hell of an average when you get the ball <laughs> in hand. But I, it's one touchdown in particular. I'm watching South Carolina. Mm -hmm. I see you. I like okay. All is wide open now. You you made it look now. You made it look easy to tip it to yourself, but the situation because what you couldn't see that the, the the DB behind you he's sliding on the ground. People are like what does he do? Because he think it's gonna it's it's gonna yeah. be over, bro. He want to make sure he's in back now. Graham went from going ah good job, Alice, because it's one <laughs> of those, it's one of those you open he and coaches always say give him something to catch. I mean. Were you calm that whole situation? Because we're I'm, man, I might have lost, I might have lost five, <laughs> two years off my life in that one play. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, yo, hit on it. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, I said, okay. <laughs> it, it was a lot that went on, but what is going okay, you wide open. The worst thing for a tight end receiver is going, you wide open and you like, oh my God, he, you know, put that thing. This ain't the time to be right. put. Do you talk about that play, like running through that whole play? Cause you tipped it, made it look real easy. Did you just, cause you know what they say about one hand? Now you put one hand up, you got the catch that thing with you <laughs> yourself. But yeah. when you just saying, man, let me just keep the clock, man. I don't want to make this thing more than what it is. That whole the 
so to start to play off, when I ran the route that I had, I, I got grabbed real bad. Now, the first thing I'm thinking, dang, okay, <laughs> might be a flag here, but we we we're not gonna worry about it. Yeah, but I can see out the corner of my eye, the corner that was over there, though for the ball, I can see him out the corner of my eye. So I'm like, okay, we gotta catch this and get in there because he's gonna he's gonna probably try to come down and you know tackle me. But he when he threw the ball, ooh, it's a little, it's a little high. I didn't think originally I tried to just palm the ball when he threw it. Right, now we we just gotta we listen, tip it to ourselves, make the easy catch, secure the catch. And as soon as I tipped, I was like, okay, yeah, we gotta secure this because I don't know where that corner at. And I gotta get in the end zone. We ain't we ain't got time for all the extras. I mean, just played out how I played out. I mean, you look listen, you look real, you look real Southern California, real SoCal, you know, <laughs> that little Southern Cal sweat. Look, I I I spent a little time in NoCal. I know about SoCal too. Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a long way from Gainesville. If you, you get, two places couldn't be more different. Gainesville, right. Florida, you think, all right, Florida, I got to be by the beach. No, I ain't no <laughs> I got to be by the water. No, I ain't no water. But it is hot. Like it is. Ooh. And your mom, like, how hot is it all this? Uh, mom, I can't even describe. <laughs> I cannot describe <laughs> how hot it is. What? How how long did it what what was the hardest adjustment coming from California to Florida? Was it just college itself? Was the game mm-hmm. field? What, what was the biggest culture shock for you when you get from you get off the plane and you like, I mean, the official visit was cool because everything was real fast, but hey bro, y'all need to turn the AC up outside. <laughs> you need to turn it on outside. It's crazy. Yeah. I say the two biggest things was probably the weather and the people. I mean, my first night here officially as a college student when I got here. It was about, I think, 11, 11 o'clock when I landed p.m. And I got off the plane and my glasses fogged up. I couldn't, it was it was hot. I didn't understand that. I'm wearing a sweater. I'm thinking I'm good. It, it should be at least maybe a cool 50, 55. I mean, it felt like 85, hey, it felt like 86. I could, I was, it was hot. I mean, and the weather was something that took a minute to get used to because I'm not used to, Seeing the sun slowly rise and I'm I'm drenched. I'm I'm sweating. So I feel like that was something that took I said like a couple months for me to get really like really understand like okay, this is something we're gonna have to get used to. This it's not going nowhere. And I say the people only because California people and, and Florida people are two different that's two different, way two different things. You know, the California people, they usually more relaxed, you know, just more chill about things. I feel like everything in Florida is just, like I tell a lot of people, it's just California times two. Everybody got a little more to them, just a little more everything to them than, than they do in uh, California. I got to ask, man. I mean, a Los Angeles kid, man, what, Lakers or Clippers? Oh, Lakers. What you here But stop playing. Okay, I mean, I know they knew. Rams or Chargers? Mm. Give me charges right now. Right now, charges. Give me charges right now. Now I don't know if you're a baseball dude, but Angels or Dodgers? I haven't really. I'm not. I don't really watch too much baseball. But if I do, it's always going to be the Dodgers, though. Wait, 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 wait. Why, 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 why'd you? Now all the rest of it, you thought about it when I said Lakers. Lakers, like man, stop playing. Like we don't, we don't, we don't. I mean, there's, there's not much to say, but Bron. There's not much to well, say. Basically, all is in Los Angeles that Kawhi and, you know, they ran into him, you know, PG-13, and then they ran into him. Now James Harden, and he, and they bumping him like, man, you know who you are? Man, where you play? 
Get out of here with that nonsense, man. I like, mean, I didn't even really grow. I didn't grow up a, a true Lakers fan at heart just because I, I just liked the players that I saw. So, mm -hmm. but even with even with that said, it's I'm still taking the Lakers over the Clippers all day. I mean, I mean, look what they had to bring to try to beat LeBron. <laughs> they need they need all that. So I'm not. All I'm saying, listen, you could bring James Harden. I mean, I know you got Westbrook over there. Y'all, you could have two former MVPs, Kawhi with two with two championships. Yeah, Le LeBron's still doing the year twenty one. He's a he's a mutant. We're gonna realize one day he's not even real. He's a <laughs> he is a real AI, and yeah. I'm talking about artificial intelligence, not Allen Iverson. He's not of this planet, but that's another conversation for another day. But I got to get into it, man. Look, social media is crazy, right? Like y'all, y'all, you you grew up in a technological uh, social media, you know, TikTok, yeah. Facebook, whatever. But these fans, that, that's the part they couldn't get you ready for because you're going, hey, man, who are you over there talking to? Is that a Florida State fan? No. Oh, that's a Georgia fan. No, that's no, this is Florida fans. Going, like, they're going crazy on us, right. not realizing nobody wants to win more than y'all. Like, right. nobody takes it harder than y'all because y'all the one got the – it's like when your mom say, hey, Arliss, man, it's cool. You're like, mine is cool, but you don't know these people. It's like it used to be a time – I actually knew who didn't like me. Like they they went to school with me. They guys they don't play though. We we go back and forth. Now, man, please they, they follow me. <laughs> I get more followers after a loss than a win, just so they get. I got to unfollow them. I said, bro, you can keep your little subscription. I don't because talk about just trying to be able to balance saying, look, man, I'm we 18, 19, 20, 21 right. years. Like we still young men. We just wear Florida. Talk about that. Fans not understanding, like, look, man, we people, bro. Like, right. I know we can't. I always wish, always is saying, I wish I had about 10 minutes every week to just go crazy with a burner <laughs> account. Like, KD, I'm going to call KD and say, KD, how do I do them burner account? But talk about that interaction with the fans. Let them know, listen, bro, we love y'all, but right. y'all calm down a little bit. Right. Well, first, I feel like even coming here, I knew the fans, like, the fan base was going to be something different. But experience it whole nother level i don't think i i feel like we got some of the most diehard fans in the country regardless of win or loss they gonna they gonna be with us all the time but i also do feel like sometimes they do forget that you know we wake up just like them we, we go to practice just like them we don't plan on losing any game we don't plan on getting to the stadium oh man we're not gonna win this game today we always have that mindset but things happen like it, it's not it's just a game that we love, that we love a lot, and we we hold tremendous pride for. But at the end of the day, there's some things that just happen, unfortunate things. So, I mean, to the fans, I feel like just they just keep that in mind that you know we people too. Because sometimes, sometimes the comments, okay, that's a little, that's a little, okay, I can, I can understand that. I can get why you mad, but some of them, okay, that's a little crazy. Mm, I don't know if I would have said that to nobody. At all, but <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, it is it comes with the territory. Like yeah. you know, you, you you know what you signed up for when you put when you signed those, those papers to come to Florida. You knew that was gonna it was gonna come with it, or any college for that matter. Yeah, Florida's different though, man. I mean, I, I love our fans, man. We we are the we are the greatest and the worst at the same. We like we family members. It's like you don't get to pick your family members. You don't get to pick fans. It's like everybody ain't getting invited to the barbecue. Now some of them still gonna show up. Like, right. 
Like, how did he find out? I don't know, bro. I ain't tell him. He, he must have heard about it in the paper or something. But I want to talk about a couple of – like, I want to talk about this Tennessee game. Forget, forget the, the, you know, what, what y'all did during the game. Man, talk about that atmosphere in, in, in the swamp. Man. I mean, because I'm like, bro, this, this is some crazy stuff. I know Joe Milton, you know, he had some things to say before the season. He, you know, but, man, what was that atmosphere like against, against them boys from, uh, from Knoxville? Yeah, we took we took what he said. We we had that up on the board. So we we took what he said. We we knew what he said. We knew that energy was coming, and we knew that we was. It was a revenge game for us, first and foremost. We knew we we left last year and didn't like how that that turned out happened. We we knew we left something on the table, a lot on the table. So we, it going into that game, we knew that energy. We wanted to bring that energy from the jump, and it, we was gonna have to make them try to match our energy. And they was playing in the swamp, packed out, sold out shows. All the fans was cheering, making it real difficult for them. So, I mean, atmosphere was crazy. I think that game probably was the next loudest besides the uh, Utah game, the first year Coach Napier got here. That was, it was. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Mari, I mean, when he got that pick, I said, bro, I, had, <laughs> I, I just, I mean, it's one of the things two years ago, Right before the snap, you know, I'm like, do I keep the TV on? Do I turn it off? I said, no. Yeah. So when I saw, you know, they got the whole upset alert, whatever. When he got the pick, I'm like, because what people don't get is, as loud as it is, it's almost like the crowd is loud, and then they snap the ball. It's like they all hold their breath. Yeah. And then once they get the pick, they just it's like they just lose. It's like it's like turning the volume down or turning it back up. But even with that. Y'all boys just wore all black. I don't think, you know, yeah, okay, so, you know, you came out of the losing end. That happens. That's about, that's the story. You know how many, you know how many teams with the things we going to be? Yeah. Our boys look good. Our boys. No, no, it, now, it, now, was it different turning on the TV and saying, I mean, I'm turning on Florida, Arkansas. That's it right there. No, 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 no. I know that's Arkansas. Who is that? That's Florida. Them boys look good. And, and let me tell you what made it nice, though. It wasn't like it was all black, black socks, black pants, black jerseys, black. Because somebody would have been like, here they come, though. They should have wore white shoes. No, no, no. They should have wore, y'all boys look good. What? How long was them boys? I know. I, for those of you who don't know, when you get ready for the game, I need my space. Move. Right. It's, it's like putting on a, a three-piece suit. Like, look, bro, I'm going to the prom. Just move them. How long did all the sending that thing going, bro? How many wristbands? Do I go black wristbands? <laughs> how long? Because it's one thing to hear about it, but then you going for the season. Billy, Billy Navy say, "Well, y'all gonna do it, man." How how did you feel coming out? Because you get used to the normal colors. You going, bro? This yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit different right here. It felt it felt great. I mean, I, I was thinking about how I was gonna piece it together the whole <laughs> whole week, just seeing how. Right, what combination might work with this all black? Down to the mouthpiece. I didn't know. I wanted to know, you know, make sure that I look good representing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it felt good. The black unions felt good, especially, you know, seeing, like, we, we don't usually dip too much outside of our, our usual colors. But, yeah. you know, just to be able to wear that black and it have a meaning behind it, too. Yeah, it felt great. I mean, y'all, y'all boys. Are, I mean, every time y'all come to the locker room, it might be some new Jordans there. I mean, is there a favorite pair that all is like the rock more than others? Mm, I just like to keep it cool. Probably some twelves. Nothing too crazy. I mean, ain't it crazy though? Michael Jordan, 
most of y'all y'all boys are too young. Y'all saw him on the last stand. You're like, oh, that was yeah. You what your dad and mom been talking about? Like, cause it'd be LeBron, Kobe, Mike. When y'all saw last stand, y'all was like, dang, that's him. <laughs> okay, he, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy right there. But LeBron, PG 13s. Uh, I mean, I think Ja got his own shoe. Giannis got his own shoe. Mm-hmm. It's like the reason people go, I can't find them in the store because they sell out in ten minutes. Now they do yeah. a lottery. Talk about. <laughs> Just having <laughs> having that type of swag to be able to say, bro, they give us so many. I they at the crib. Like I still got some in the box. They ain't I ain't even took them out the box yet. Right. I mean, it's it's different for sure. I mean, I got I got friends back at home talking about some. Can I get some of those? You know, we <laughs> we let's make a trade because they don't. A lot of the stuff that we get, you know, a lot of people don't get early. We might get some early, or they just might not have it. You know, it might be pricey over there. But it's definitely a, a phenomenal experience to be able to be a part of something like that, to just be able to get shoes. And not many, not other schools is doing that. I mean, every school ain't sponsored by Jordan. It ain't, right. ain't a lot, under five. Right. So, I mean, it's it's definitely a blessing. All this, man, what is it like being coached by a guy like Billy Napier? He, he's a, he, listen, he, he ain't doing no dancing now. You ain't been to see him doing no dancing, TikToks or whatever mm-hmm. now. I don't know where these cars come from in Gainesville if on the official visit. Here come the Lambos. I don't, I don't know where these cars coming from. I don't got to know, but he cares a lot about y'all boys. One, knowing each other, knowing the coaches, knowing the training staff, knowing the... Talk about him having phases for y'all to let y'all know, look, I know y'all hit the ball. We, we, get, we got the best players in the country. Ain't like y'all ain't. But I want to make sure y'all dynamic, well-rounded young men. That way... Mm-hmm. That lady who's serving your food, you know her. That man who opened up your door. Talk about that part of knowing, man, he makes sure we know each other, not just play with each other. Right. I feel like all the things that he teaches us ties into, like, either football or real life uh, when it comes to just knowing people around the facility or just knowing knowing your teammates. I mean, if you don't know the person next to you, how are you going to be able to go to war with him? You can't, you can't trust him. You can't have his back. You don't even know his name. And the same, it's same, it's the same thing goes with the people who make our food, the nutritionists, or all that. You can't trust. How am I supposed to trust somebody or trust anybody with my food or something like that? I don't even know them. I, I can't speak to them or none of that. I mean, he. I think we had a tremendous leap from year one and year two in terms of team chemistry. I feel like we're very close as a team, uh, and that's just us being together so much and just gelling and having those opportunities to just talk to talk with each other whether it be fall camp or even before spring training during the season, we just had a lot of opportunities to become close together. And we know pretty much we all just one bond, one team. Culture is the hardest thing. People, people see y'all on one day a week. They see y'all on Saturday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. When the season first started, we was only allowed to play at night, whether we was in Utah or not. They ain't let us play we're all black and want to let us play at noon, but that's a, yeah. that's another that's another uh, situation. But culture is what Coach Billy Napier is building from people like yourself and Zip and Graham and Ricky and Cam and tell people how hard it is because what happens is everybody listen, bro. We want to win. Winning makes everything easy. Getting up, going to class, working out, you yeah. know, all that. Losing makes everything difficult because it's like, bro. I'm going to give it up to that team over there, but bro, they ain't better than us. Because we all see how hard y'all work, but 
What is it about Billy Napier to make you? Because you've had a lot of coaches. And I can say this. We don't believe every coach we got. I'm going to listen to him because he's the, he the coach. But we don't. But some of them dudes are like, bro, I don't believe. What makes Coach Billy Napier make you believe in what he's what he's building? I, I just feel like it's the plan. I feel like he has things that we do that we see. Like he, he he allows us to see it for ourselves. Okay, well, we see that when we do our job and we handle what we need to do, we, we, we execute at a high level. I think Tennessee is a great example of that. When we come out and we do our thing and we do what we got to do, we're the team that we know we could beat. And I think that the games that we've won are proof that it works. I think that's the big part of it. And I think another big part of it is him allowing the leaders to really – lead and let us know like you know even if we have a bad game or we come off a loss or something like that you know keep your head up it's a part of the game this is not it's not how you it's not how you lose it's how you respond after so I mean I feel like he's done a great job of just helping us see the bigger picture the student athlete experience all this is, is, is something that we hear about right like that's preached during every school you go to on official visit they're gonna get the best of you know they're gonna get best as far as like athletics academics dorm Florida, they really do it. When I be seeing y'all, I see y'all Gator Good, Florida Victorious, y'all in hospitals, libraries, YMCA's, building houses, giving out food. Mm-hmm. Talk about that part, because what happens is you go from saying, all right, this is part of it, right? But then it start affecting you like, hey, bro, I like this. What you mean? Like, I like going out in Gainesville, seeing these people, shaking these people's hands. Talk about the Gator Good, Florida Victorious and everything. Miss Savannah Bailey, the rock star Savannah Bailey, and what and how they making sure that win or lose, all the still I'm bro, I'm still going there this week. I'm right. Saturday and Saturday. That's that's competition. Talk about that well-rounded. Is that way one day when all want to start his own nonprofit organization and you know, whatever part of Los Angeles he's in, right. and that go Richard Sherman, that go Tyrese, that go Snoop, that go. The game that go Dre, all y'all LA boys. Yeah. <laughs> talk about that that part of saying, bruh, these people really love us, but I would say no, they love the fact that you love them back. Yeah, I think it I think it starts with, you know, just the Florida Victorious team, Mrs. Van der Bailey, understanding or trying to teach us that there's life after football. And there's there's things that are bigger than football. This this is not the biggest thing in our lives that that for 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 us and for others, like there's there's gonna there's gonna be a time where you ain't cleats up for good. So it's the it's the engagement you make, the type of person you show everybody that you are, and it, it gets to a point where you, it's just you feel good, like you said, you, it feels good doing that. It feels good going out, shaking these people's hands, going to the hospitals, just having conversations with people because the, they're people too. You can you can forget sometimes. Okay, their fans know these these are real people too who who. Want to have conversation? Having a conversation with us means a lot to them. So I feel like us being able to grow, like get that opportunity, is is something that it's a feel good. It feels good, great. It feels great that you are able to change somebody's day, or just some, a little bit can make somebody's day better just by speaking to them or shaking their hand. Alice, did you ever think you would say what you just said? You just said as a current. Student athlete, football player in Florida, you just said, man, life is bigger than football. Because that's the hardest thing for us to get is we hear it, right? But don't nobody show us it. They'll say, life is bigger than football, go to practice. Life is bigger than football, go live. Life is bigger than football, go run. No. Hey, hey, Miss Savannah, Miss Bailey, what? Show them what it looked like. So I see 
you know, Dean Wingo and them boys going to South Africa, New York right. for a week. I see y'all at the food pantry, uh, Habitat for Humanity, Make-A-Wish Foundation. But they knew, hey, all I got to do is let artists go one time. Not two. He go one, one time. One of the people, all right, see you next week. I'll let you go. See y'all next. Because you start realizing, hey, man, the need in Gainesville is huge, bro. Like, because ain't none of y'all at the same spot. I ain't never seen a whole team come to one spot. Yeah. Somebody be here, somebody be there. And you just said, you're going to hang them up one day. How much better of a football player are you when you know, man, while I had a plan after football, in my <laughs> mind, they showing me, hey, man, I'm building relationships. I got leverage. I got, you know, some celebrity. I got, you know, some pool. And your pool, listen, for those who don't know, that Florida that Florida Gator is national, global. Yeah. It ain't yeah. but one Gator from all. From, but you just said life is bigger than football because the hardest thing for us is to realize is, bruh, what if I don't make it? Like, what if mm -hmm. everybody, everybody want to go to the league? Ain't nobody going to say, oh, did you want to do it? Nope. Just want to play football in college. No, I, I, want, I have aspirations of playing on the next level. Yeah. But, because, but, but now that I realize, if, if the next level don't show itself, I'm going to be good. Mm -hmm. See, that's all they had to say. Hey, Carlos, what? We'll help you. You want to do something like this when you're done? Yeah. And you can get paid doing this. Stop lying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, paying, I'm paid to be out here with you. See what I'm saying? So talk. I just think it's great that what they do away from football with y'all, it's working. Because mm -hmm. it ain't no gimmick. Listen, my, the, the model for my show is no games, no gimmicks, just reasons. The reason why I say right. no gimmicks is I'm saying, man, when I'm talking to y'all, because people think, oh, he's athletic. You know, he's 6'3", 240 pounds. He can run a jump. No, man, that's what I do athletically. That's what yeah. I do. That's my physical gifts. But who I am when I'm out there in Gainesville, that's me. They can't make me go. Mm -hmm. They can't make me stay. Mm -hmm. They can't make Talk about that part of because see. That's why Mama board a hand and say, "Listen, all right, Miss Savannah, I'm a, that's a that's a long flight. That's a, that's yeah. a couple of layovers. Maybe in maybe in Dallas. I don't know what Atlanta, wherever the layover is. But when your mom's is seeing you, your pops seeing you doing that, they saying, where you going this week? Oh, I, don't, I mean, I got to check the schedule. I, I talk about that part <laughs> of saying because they know, man, they know you can ball. Yeah. They, they, they ain't going that far if you could. You ain't coming this far if you could. Right, right. But when I see y'all out and about, man, what ha, has it been an experience that stood out more than this? I say definitely. Uh, well, first of all, I think I think all these opportunities allows you to just not have a, a, a fixed mindset, a simple mind. You get to really feel like, okay, I'm not here just. I'm here for football, but there's a lot of other things that I'm here to accomplish that I, I can accomplish through football. Uh, and I also feel like a time, a time that probably stood out to me the most was building houses. Uh, I went out there and, and, and helped build a house multiple times. Uh, and it, it's just something that, like, it makes you, it makes you really sit back and think, you know, like, everybody don't got it as good as we do. We, we, we have, you know, we're sitting here on a scholarship, you know, and all that other stuff. But everybody, everybody might not be going through, you know, the same thing. They might not be sitting in the house, kick, kick, be kicked up chilling out. Some people, you know, might be going through a tough time. So to be able to help out, out that and know that I, I contributed to someone feeling good, being able to have a place to lay their head, be comfortable, 
you know, how make sure they know they walls ain't ain't nothing going on because I painted them. Ain't ain't nothing. Ain't the grass look good, you know, all that. It's feel real good. Warms the heart. How crazy is it? Because I want I want people to root for Arles Boardingham, the person who just happens to play for Florida. Not I root for him because he plays for Florida. Because this is the crazy part. It's gonna be two people see you out. One of them gonna say, "Hey man, that's Arles, man. I saw him play on Saturday." The other one gonna say, "Hey man, that's Arles. He built this house. What he built our house." Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> they going. Hey, Arles, man, I, I appreciate you. You, It's going to be later on in life. Hey, man, you don't remember me. Back in the day when you was at Florida, man, hey, that room you you painted, that was my room. And you're going to be like, what? Because, <laughs> or, you know, mom and pops, they come in, they, 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 they had a home game. They saying, hey, yo, Arles, what do you want to eat, eat after the game? You go, hey, before, I want to show y'all something. Right. You go knock on the door. Hey, what's up? Hey, this is my this is my mom's. Hey, this is my people. Right. Hey, you mind if, if I show my mom? Yeah, yeah, come on. And your mom's like, why are you showing? Oh, this is the house we built. She's yeah. like, what? Think about <laughs> that. You came to Florida. Listen, the prestige, the glitz, the glamour, the opportunity to play. You know, guys, I mean, it's easy, it's an easy sell when you see a dude like Kyle Pitts come through here. You hey, bro, I, 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 want, I want some of that, right? Who yeah. don't want some of that? But then Somebody go, hey, bro, what you do yesterday? Oh, man. I had to build a house. Think about right. it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I built a house. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. No, I had a food pantry last week. I built a house. Think about your resume now. Right. Somebody go, hey, so, man, what, what you what you did in college? Oh, bro. Well, I played in them games, man. I played too many games to remember, too many stats to remember. You can look that up. But that, but that part of my resume, you can't Google that. That's right. the part I, you can't Google that. What you mean? When Deshaun Watson said, you know, Warren, Warren Dunn, I played with Warren Dunn. We was in Tampa Bay. He went to Florida State. Great dude. Deshaun, what he does with his, when he gave away his house, he gave one to Deshaun Watson family. Deshaun Watson, $230 million right. current Cleveland. So when I tell you, that's your legacy. Because yeah. now it's a kid in school going, what you mean? I'm trying to tell you, Arles was at our crib, wasn't it? They taking pictures. That didn't want to take a picture in the room holding a paintbrush. Look, that's him right there. <laughs> All I can say is, man, keep doing what you're doing. Cause I'm telling you, when I'm when I'm looking, number one, I was I saw y'all this summer. I said, that boy there. <laughs> Most guys go home and they go home. They chilling, like, look, you like, well, they ain't gonna wait on me when I get back to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be like that. They ain't gonna yeah. stop. Summer B coming quick. Your mom, man, listen to me. Nothing, listen, I know you said your pops told you all these things. You got a hell of a mother. You hear me? Mom Deuce is gonna see this, man. She's gonna see this. What what do you want to say to your dad and what do you want to say to moms? Because without them either motivating us through tough love mm -hmm. or just encouraging us along the way, all this borderham, man, he don't make it this far. Right. Well. Honestly, my mom and my dad know that I love them to the ends of the earth. They, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair like you said. It. None of this would have been possible. My parents have made, both my mom and my dad have made sacrifices to make sure that I'm getting put in, in great positions to succeed. Whether that be where I live, where I go to school at, uh, track meets I go to, football games that I attend, all of those camps I go to and not playing seven on, all those things that they felt like 
where sacrifices that needed to be made to help me succeed is something that, you know, everybody might not get the opportunity or chance to have. So, I mean, to be able to say that both my parents were involved and, and supported me through all my decisions is something that I can't thank them enough for. He is all his board again. Yeah, he went number eight. Sorry, linebackers. Sorry, <laughs> safeties. Stop cornerbacks. Ha! Cornerbacks, y'all <laughs> cover receivers. Y'all don't y'all don't want those problems. Y'all don't want 240 coming at you because you're gonna go low. The last time you're gonna see your face is when you're going down and try to take him out. But I will say this about you, Alice. I appreciate the type of player you are, but man, I, I admire the young man you are because people be thinking, oh, Arliss, he's only out there doing that because he have to. All is he only out there doing it so people can see him. Mm-mm, people just see me. I, right. I, 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 t- I ain't took one picture yet. I, I'm like, listen, my phone is down so I can be alert, so I can be in the building, so I can really be. But but I just happened to ball on Saturday. If you don't listen, if you don't want to watch me ball, don't talk to me. Because right. if I get it in my hands, bro, hey, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna have listen. I'm gonna have on the tube. I don't wear I wear tube socks, kind of show off the calves a little bit. So for all this, man, <clears throat> first and foremost, man, we I appreciate you taking the time. I know. Y'all boys got real schedules now. Like you be like, hey, bro, I gotta go to practice. I gotta, I gotta go to training table. I gotta go to tutoring. I gotta do eighty four reasons. I gotta be at the food shelter tomorrow. I gotta be at the Gator Good on Thursday, <laughs> and I gotta go ball on Saturday. Yep. <laughs> listen, 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 tell moms and dads, man, they did a hell of a job with you. I'm, I remember when you signed. They said, uh, I said, are we gonna get the kid that got the freaking sunglasses? He got the shades on, like he nice. <laughs> Swag is there, and when they say you were from Cali, I say, Oh, yeah, that's kind of swag all day long, man. I mean, southern, no, hold on, hold on, I'm sorry, <clears throat> southern Cal swag, <laughs> no Cal and so Cal, they might as well cut them in half. When you think no Cal, think Marshawn Lynch, that's right. the, that's the best. Yeah. When you think southern Cal, think Snoop, but like this, you see how Snoop just keep reinventing himself. Tonight, Snoop gonna be here in 2050. Still, be, still being Snoop. That's other cat. Yeah. They don't switch up who they are. Them boys, listen, them boys, they real cool if you cool with them. But if you want a problem, mm-hmm. let's get it correct. If that's what you want right. to do, we can do that too. <laughs> right. right. So cat, we got so we, we got a SoCal on our team. Alice, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I'm telling you, this is why I do it. I don't do it for no other reason. So people can see. All this care about the fans. Y'all crazy. Right. He, care, he care about y'all, but y'all, <laughs> y'all a little different. <laughs> y'all need some of y'all need to some of y'all need to yeah. chill a little bit. But I'm gonna say this. Never ever apologize in victory. I mean, and never ever apologize to the fans in defeat if you wouldn't holler at them during a the victory. Just no matter what, win or lose, say, hey man, y'all, y'all calm down. I tell you what, next time, t- tell them next. I tell you what on Saturday, how about we switch places? How about I come up there and do what you do? You, oh, okay. you yeah, you don't want to do that. So yeah. you do your part, I do my part. Just keep cheering. If you want to boo, do that, but you're wasting your time because we're gonna we gonna rock regardless. Because listen, and if you got something to say right now, don't jump on the because it's coming. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey man, listen, college football, uh, man, when Florida, we on our way back. I've been saying we on our way back, even mm-hmm. we hope that we think, but listen, you keep doing what you're doing, tear that tight end hotel zip. And O and Hanson and whoever else in there. Uh what Dante. Yeah. I done had Dante on here. I done had Zip on here. I done had Odom on here. I got you on here. Tell tell Hanson to get his behind ready. 
I know he about six twelve. He got to come on here too, looking like a basketball player out there. But listen, tell Coach Billy Napier, man, I appreciate the type of coach he is. But I heard um, last year, I heard uh, Anthony Richardson say he said, "You know, if you call him, he'll call you back, right? You know, if you text him, he'll text." I said, "Hell yeah, that's unheard of." Like, <laughs> like yeah, bro, he'll text you back. He'll call you back. That's a level of transparency I ain't never seen from him. Not even a high school, your high school coach might text you back. Might. He might, you might see him look at your text in the hallway. And then yeah. I said, well, I saw you look at my text. Anymore. But man, listen, stay healthy. Listen, keep being you out there. You know, I be I be talking trade. I said, I'm I'm yelling, throw the ball to all. <laughs> listen, listen, I get I know we got Ricky. I know we got Eugene. I know we got yeah. some throw the ball to and watch him and watch him get because cause that last drive against South Carolina, people I, I remember Ricky in the nice throw him. You yeah. picked up a that drive could have been home. <laughs> I know we saw the tip, uh I know we got the tip slant. Yeah. They threw you they threw you one. I said, they you got real slip. I said, oh well. I said, God, I said, all of taking years off my life, man. But he got that first. No, man, all I'm gonna say is, man, hell of a player. You're only getting better. And every time the commentators say he's still trying to figure out the position, shut up! What figure out? What, figure out, bro. You know how much work I put into this. Figure out the position. No, you figure out how to commentate. How about you do that? Because you still ain't good at it. But once again, he is all his water ham. I am being true. This is eighty-four reasons. No games. No giving. Just reason. What's the reason? All this water ham representing L.A. It, uh, the whole thing, whatever part, the chicken and waffles part, whatever part you want to say, <laughs> Watts, Compton, Long Beach, you better know somebody if you go there, though. Don't don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't be caught up looking at the sites, and you better know what comes That's another show, though. All this, man, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, tell, tell, you, tell you boys, I said, what's up to all of them. Got you. And uh, y'all boys keep on. Got you. Got you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for yes, having sir. me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.